1: It is time for another edition of the Unofficial 40 Podcast from Soonerscoop.com. And my God, do we have a lot to talk about today as uh, the drama continues in Norman. Sorry, I must have a little hiccup there. Uh, Spencer Rattler, uh, did he show up? Did he not show up? Did he quit? Did he get sent home? Uh, A lot of things to get into today in Caleb Williams. Will he be the starting quarterback this weekend? I think we all have very strong opinions on what we heard from Lincoln Riley yesterday and what some of it meant. Uh, we welcome in the entire crew, Bob Prisbillow, uh, Eddie Radosevich, and Josh McQuistion.
2: Okay, fight for the mic, go. I've been talking for the last four hours. You guys go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> See, so reading, technically Eddie still won, he, but, but he, he was. Riley said
1: he, Eddie was definitely <laughs> trained to jump and take the mic. You two
2: losers. So I mm-hmm. basically I'm a uh, I'm very nice about it. I, I took the mic, but gave it to you. <laughs> he won, but he gets to be the hero of the
0: people. Exactly. Like I, I see it exactly. Perfect. You were a coach <laughs> D-
1: during the four by one hundred. You went out and grabbed the baton from the runner, mm-hmm. and then gave it to the next runner. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that slows everything down. Thanks.
0: <laughs> your handoff wasn't practiced. It wasn't. Re- I mean, it was just, you know, you just flew by. Uh, make no mistake. I, I'm not familiar with handing a baton to anybody. <laughs> I don't think anybody on this pod would be, <laughs> would be blamed for such.
1: Like a like a mama bird chewing up a food and putting it in its baby's mouth. Bob Prisbilla, what, or what were your uh, reactions from yesterday?
3: Reading between the lines, you can kind of maybe understand what happened. You know especially when Garen asked about the portal, it's almost as if Lincoln just had that conversation with Spencer Rattler on Monday. Like this m- would make no sense and do you no good. And you know, if you need a day to think about it, that's fine. But you need to be here. We're, we we still need you, but Caleb is our guy, and, you're just gonna have to learn to accept that. Learn what Jalen Hurts went through. If you you know, if Jalen Hurts really did help Spencer Rattler in 2019, this is the time where that should show up. I have a pretty simple
1: take on everything that went down yesterday. Um, because you get you get this this uh, you know all these enraged people. They're like. Lincoln Ryan, And we want the truth. Tell us the truth. And you're not telling us the truth about what went down with Spencer Rattler. I don't know what that voice is. It's the first time I've ever used it. Uh, I think that's kind of like PFT's Pat Mahomes impersonation. Um, but it's like, I don't, I don't care about that. Here's what we know. Spencer Rattler lost his job this weekend. And instead of wanting to get back, back out onto the practice field and prove he was the guy for the job, and to compete for his job, he wasn't there. Like Even if Lincoln Riley is telling the absolute truth and says, I gave him the day off, what competitor worth their salt would just say, okay, I'll go
2: home. I'm not going to go compete on the practice field today to win my job back. Take it a step further. What team captain would do that? Would we'll just be like, okay, yeah, you're you're straight. I'll I'll step out on a Monday no. after OU Texas. It's
1: it, it's once again an indictment on Spencer Rattler's. I don't know. Uh, not I'm it, not trying to say character, but his uh, competitiveness. Leadership. No his leadership, leadership,
2: competitiveness. Everything it encapsulates everything that we you think we went know. Home, you went home. Who
1: does that? Why would you? Even if they told you to go home, maybe you didn't. Maybe you quit. We don't know. Maybe you did quit, but you were not there on Monday. And there is no way that you're starting for this team on Saturday against TCU. Caleb Williams is the starter. We don't even have to ask the question. We don't have to have the debate. We don't have to put out the clickbait. Caleb Williams is starting on Saturday because Spencer Rattler, one way or another, chose not to show up on Monday and try and win his job back.
2: Fired up today. You're still in radio oh, mode. I, I like starting early. You're you're in radio <laughs> mode still. It, but no, you're right. It, it encapsulates everything that I think we talked about in the postgame podcast. Just as far as like the transferring of powers, if you will, in the quarterback room from Spencer Rattler to Caleb Williams. I think it encapsulates everything that we've kind of seen on the field and off the field, but still on the field on the sidelines. And let's let's stop there real quick. And because your sights and
1: sounds, we put it on YouTube. By the way, go check out the YouTube page. Uh, over two thousand followers uh, we picked up over this last couple of weeks since we started the Isaiah Thomas show. Uh, Eddie put his sights and sounds up, and I think you blew a lot of minds. You know, sooner scoop subscribers forever have known about sights and sounds. They're fantastic. One of the best things that we do on the site. Uh, you know, one of the biggest things that you know about us is Scoop HD uh, and our man Eddie Radosevic. He was before he was an influencer. He was a, he was a cameraman, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I know that's hard to believe. Uh, but we knew him when, I mean, you yourself were fascinated just watching Spencer and, and shooting Spencer on the sideline yeah. after he had been taken out of the game Sure, and, and you learned a lot well, just it from just, it, body it, language. It
2: kind of goes with everything that we've known. And it's not like that Spencer Rattler was, uh, I like, I think that there's been a little bit of a overreaction as far as his body language and everything that went into Saturday on the sidelines. Cause it's not like he was moping on the sidelines and sitting on the bench, like with his head in a towel or something, he was still there, but he wasn't there, if that makes sense. And I think that it's like one of those things. And you know, like there's a lot of people that made a big deal about him not being in the team photo. And, and, and yeah. it's not like he, it's not like he ran straight to the locker room after the game. He was out there for right. a little bit. Uh, there was a lot of other guys that weren't in the team photo because of the mass chaos that was on and the, the field. Fans
1: rushed the field. Yeah, who like, knows if some exactly. asshole said something to Spencer? I like, think there's a lot of people that saw the. Caleb. You know, a
2: lot of people saw the video of him obviously going up to the up the tunnel with Jason Leonard, and it's like it's one of those things. It wasn't Jason Leonard. It was one of the communication guys. I forgot who it was. Uh, but like that was probably overblown a little bit, but. Like, think about where Spencer Rattler's coming from. I mean, he started August, and I wrote all this on the board as well. It's like, he started August as being the next Heisman hopeful. He started August as being a future number one draft pick, uh, being the next Baker, Kyler, Jalen, whoever. And fast forward six games into the season, he's now benched in the biggest game of the year. In front of a national audience, he's been embarrassed again. Add on top of that what you talked about after the West Virginia game, as far as the embarrassment that came from being booted home. Like it's been a rough go for this guy, yeah. so I completely understand things have come crashing down. For why some, he some. hasn't handled it well, but I think at the same time, you talk when you when you talk about that, he's in this position because he hasn't been able to handle it well. If that makes sense, I, I here's... and not to mention the guy that took his job is a guy that I don't think that he likes very much, right? Uh, to Maybe. add on Do top of all of
0: that. Do we think anybody, Spencer, I mean, going back to QB1, do we think anybody that Spencer Rattler sees, even as a mild threat, he likes? And I don't even hate that. Like, that's okay. That's Some guys, that's just the way they compete, and that's fine. Like, that doesn't really bother me that much. But, I mean, remember how he was to his teammate, his high school teammate, that was so clearly subservient to Spencer Rattler in that quarterback room. And Rattler was always on him. He lived on him. Um, yeah, I talk a you lot. Know, or about, from what we saw, video. I
1: talk a lot about how I can be a competitive ass, and sometimes I have I have taken it too far and become a competitive asshole. Mm-hmm. I, I think Spencer might just have one gear, and it's just competitive
2: asshole.
0: Yeah, I, like I said, I don't hate that. I don't. I don't judge. Like you that's,
2: know, that's, it's, that's how some people are wired. It's that's come up right. on the board a lot too. It's like you know who else did that? Baker Mayfield, but he was able to reel it in. I think Kyler had the same kind of effect. If Spencer Rattler played like Caleb Williams did in the second half, none of this would be an issue. Fair. Yep. Completely fair. Mm-hmm. It comes down to what you're doing on the field, obviously. But at the uh, same time, oh. it's like he's just like I remember we talked about this after the uh god, what was it? The Nebraska game maybe. It's like he just I don't think gets it. But here's the pre- to a here's what extent. I don't
1: understand. Why are why are so many people trying to John Gruden Spencer Rattler like the, just with the question yesterday to Lincoln Riley about, you know, who is Spencer Rattler, uh basically does I, I guess that she was trying to get at does he have an attitude problem or a personality problem?
2: I think it just it's it's pretty obvious. She re- she's the, representing the students. Yeah of what, I don't what think they see. He's just him. not very well liked by the student body. It's just re- exactly point blank so simple weird. I mean I think that he has had
3: what was his answer after Kansas State? You said the true fans are on the road. He said it
2: they were the, the students. students. Yeah. I, I, oh, yeah, yeah. There's that, too. The, don't you get the I feeling mean, that he's there's... he's done it to himself at times. Right, Bob. Don't you think that there's a little bit of a... He just kind of... He looks down on everybody, and I think that there's a very condescending, like, f*** you, I'm Spencer Rattler type attitude, and it's like, bro, you haven't... I know that you've won 13 games in a row as a starter, but... You haven't really accomplished a whole, a whole lot, if that makes sense. And, I think it's but I it think has. It's a, I think it's know? a
1: combination of things, and I think that we have a name, image, likeness uh, lesson from the whole releasing your own image line to start things out before you've ever lived up to the billing, lived up to the hype, like yeah. selling T-shirts with your own brand on it, getting a diamond necklace with your own brand on it. Uh, it separated him from the University of Oklahoma right from the beginning. And I didn't like it. Like, I didn't know how that would play out,
2: but the first time I saw it, I've talked about this before, I was just like, mm-hmm. ooh, that doesn't look good. Like, it just... The I, logo or the actions? I mean, I'm kidding. I mean... I know what you mean.
1: Yeah, I mean, it just... But I think that's the thing. It's like, and he said something about, I want to do stuff for charity, but you don't see him doing anything for charity. Um,
2: Almost like there's a lot of talk behind he just not talk as far as like
1: it, it's kind of like it's kind of like uh if anybody that's a fan of silicon valley i don't know if any of you guys watch that i watched the first season uh, but like how every tech giant was like we're we want to save the world we want to make the world a better place while they're raising billions of dollars in vc funding right it's kind of like that it's like it's just a bunch of bullshit that you say that doesn't really mean anything
2: yeah no, i, I- bottom line is, and we talked about it on the post-game pod, Bob, we talked about it on the way home from Dallas, it's point-blank simple. It's like, you saw the way that they played, the way that this team responded when Caleb Williams hit the field, and it, like, I can't put into words what that feeling was inside the stadium, and maybe Mm -hmm. I'm just caught up in the moment, but it's like, you could even, feel in the press box, too. 38-20 at halftime, and there was
3: optimism galore because they knew Caleb was going to come out. It's like, okay, we spotted you in 18-point lead, but we're not going to turn the ball over, and we're going to make something happen. And
2: as crazy as it is, it's like even the defensive side of the football fed off of Caleb yeah. Williams coming no, they into did. the game. And, like, that's – I'll just say it. It's like that type of feeling hasn't been felt in 13 games that Spencer Rattler started, and I would say
1: you'd have to go back to the Baker and Kyler area, area,
2: right? Right. It's just like I, I can't put my finger on exactly what it is, but there is a sense of belief and there's a sense of like I think that uh, it's an electricity. Really, I talked to somebody earlier mm-hmm. this week, and it's like Lincoln Riley doesn't have to tell us who the starter is because the teammate his teammates told us who the starter of this team is. Yeah, on Saturday that makes sense by the way that they play by the way that they just like and. I didn't really notice it a whole lot and like I'm sure that somebody could go back and look at all the video evidence that is out there and tell me otherwise but one of my buddies brought this up to me it's like go back and look at the first half when Spencer Rattler gets knocked down if see if uh, see if any players go help him up it's like a mad rush when Caleb Williams gets knocked down for those guys to go help him up
1: well and who's the first maybe person who was the first person to comfort Kennedy Brooks after he thought he fumbled.
2: Technically, it was Jeremiah Hall, but okay. Caleb Williams is right there. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like small stuff like that, and I think it's easier mm-hmm. to look back on it in hindsight. But it's like, ah, uh, yeah, that is, it's telling. And you mentioned like him going
1: and getting in the defensive huddle
2: before OU gets the ball back in the fourth quarter. Uh, the drive that they could have put it away before Texas scored mm-hmm. when they're up forty-eight forty-one like Caleb Williams I have video I'll put it on the board in the podcast uh, thread like he's over in the middle of the defensive huddle talking to guys carry guys I've never seen Spencer Rattler do that it's Jay just they rallied around him there's I mean, there's that a team there, rallied around there's Caleb something Williams. that Caleb Williams gets as far as a competitor a leader whatever you want to call it and maybe even goes back all the way to the way that he put together the, the uh, summit. The summit. Yeah. Like, he just has an enact ability to rally guys behind him. And when, it, when a team is struggling like Oklahoma has been. Did you say innate? What did I say? What did I say? I
0: don't know. I think he got stuck by in, but it's between innate and in, enact. Like well, that's a, a new floor. word that
2: we're using around here.
0: Innate <laughs> 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 is fine with me. Let's go, <laughs> Let's go with innate.
2: Let's go with innate. Guys, I survived a tornado this morning. It's been a rough morning.
1: Was it that close I, to you?
2: Yeah, it's like, on 23rd Street. I had oh, to, like, wow. wait before I went into the radio station this morning. Yeah, we to were bath.
1: on wall-to-wall uh, weather coverage.
2: Yeah. yeah. Our show started late. Yeah, we had to carry the local coverage or whatever. It was weird. But, yeah, it's like there's, there is something about Caleb Williams. And, like, here's my super conspiracy theory as far as, like, Lincoln Riley breaking down with Holly Ro- Not breaking down, but he got choked up talking about it after the game. Like it's almost like in the back of Lincoln's mind, he knew that this needed to happen, but he couldn't pull the trigger. And now that he has this, you know what else is just
1: like it. a chef's kiss deal on on Caleb Williams and him being the guy is everybody. Like Holly Rowe put out that tweet about sorry, I wanted to interview Caleb Williams, but Lincoln Riley wouldn't let me. Uh, and then of course on the board, a lot of people were mad at Holly Rowe for tweeting that. Uh, but you had a lot of national people that were like, can Lincoln Riley really afford to have this policy with mm-hmm. NIL in place?
2: Uh, and Lincoln yeah, was Ross asked Dellinger about it. Saw, uh, wrote about it. Did he? Yeah. Okay.
1: It was someone at Yahoo wrote about it first. I think,
3: uh, yeah, a Thale. lot of different outlets, um, picked up on it Sunday,
1: but I mean, it was a legitimate question. Lincoln was asked about it and you could tell he didn't really feel comfortable addressing
0: it or he didn't really have a good answer for it guys one thing that i get stuck on is i don't really i i think people struggle to relate to spencer rattler in the situation like i can kind of get in the heat of the moment how he wasn't really that engaged like he just you know every everything seemed off on saturday after the game since the game Everything has probably not been handled the way he might have hoped he would handle it. Sure, I can kind of get that. Like, I, it, it's all happened very fast. Like, I understand all of that. At the same time, my problem, and I, you know, it sounds like it's the students' problem. It's a lot of people's problem. Is this narrative that he's like, oh, he was, a, he's a team captain and he's a leader? What have we ever seen that supports that? Like, I, I mean, and I know there's practices, all sorts of practices we don't see. And I mean again some of some of that is is—it's uh, certainly not our choice choosing we'd love to be at practice we'd love to have that different view and i think that's what that student reporter was asking yesterday there's so much of Spencer Rattler we don't get to see what are we not seeing because what we do see i don't see anything that adds up to this guy that we always hear about that's the leader and he's the rah-rah guy and he's picking us up Eddie, you're there on the sidelines. Do you ever recall seeing anything like that? I sure have never seen it on TV. No. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, yeah. I was answering a question on the board.
2: Uh, Uh, For once, I caught you. Beautiful. No, no, no. I mean, it just... There has been something strange the entire year, and I think that it is... I don't know. We'll see on Saturday if this is like a Kickstarter to the like what feels like. And I think, Carrie, you kind of branded it as like a rebirth of the Oklahoma football team or a reset, a reset. But like I am very fascinated to see like if there is a belief in like, oh, okay, like this is how good we can play as far as Oklahoma defensively coming forward and i just it's 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 rather interesting to see like how this whole thing is going to unfold now uh you know with Caleb Williams as qb1 well you could see like Rattler's always a team
3: guy when things are going well but think about that in inter- that interception he's immediately you know i don't say pouting but you can see like he's letting you know it wasn't his fault on that interception he said no like Stogner, you ran the wrong route. You're making me look bad.
2: At least that's how it comes off. No doubt about it. It just, you know, I I don't know how you guys feel about it. And, you know, Carrie and I have talked about it. I posted it on the board. But, like, now as far as, like, moving forward, now that Caleb is the starter, I think that we all kind of agree on that. It's going to be... Super interesting to me because I think that this is like the most monumental moment in Spencer Rattler's, not just football career, but his life. And I don't want to get like too deep on that, but how he handles this is going to be super fascinating to see. And I I think that Riley kind of talked about it as you insinuated, Bob, uh, on Tuesday at the press conference, Uh, you know, quitting or running away from this situation is certainly not The right way to do it, in my opinion. I know that like the way that and I don't want to get like just real super deep on this, but like I know the way that I was raised, my parents would just absolutely not allow me to do something like that.
0: Yeah, I, just, I was the same uh, way. You had to finish the yeah. season. You could you could start decide after a year was over. Yeah, I don't want to play that anymore. I don't want to do that. I mean, and obviously, we're talking at a very different level, but, but I, it, like but, you could make those choices, but you finish the season always.
2: But I completely understand like where he's coming from. Like the sense of embarrassment, the sense of uh, you know, whatever you want to call it that goes into this. I completely get it. Like I wouldn't be able to handle it very well if I was a 21-year-old either. 100% yeah,
3: so I, I, I thought it was a huge point that he finished with the two point convert. That's the last moment of him as the two point, con, you know, thing they did with Drake, but didn't seem like it carried over much. It, it still, I give him a lot of know, credit
0: for that. Like that, know, it, I,
3: Riley's right. That would have been easy for him to not play. show. You know, it wasn't the single most import, important play, like Lincoln was saying, but it was. Huge to see that he could just come in at a moment's notice, and and deliver like that. But now it, it almost like, I don't know. It, again, it kind of like the competitive nature. is like, why wouldn't it, that be his attitude come Monday? It's like, all right, you know, I shook off what I did poorly Saturday. I'm ready to get back to it and be the guy that
0: everyone thought that I could be. Yeah. Uh, I. I mean. He could have. You come out Monday. Who? I mean, and may. God, guys. Josh, maybe excuse, he knew. Josh,
3: excuse. Uh, excuse me for a uh, second. Eric Bailey texted me. No availability today. It is canceled.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Josh. No, no. You're. If we want to go, I like a live reaction.
2: If we want to go, go full peek behind the curtain, Carrie's currently on the phone, so I have kind of taken the reins here. Okay.
3: Okay, yeah, okay good, good. This is obviously, for those that don't know, this must be stemming from yesterday's report by the OU Daily, who uh, flat out admitted they watched practice and counted the number of reps, the first team reps between Caleb Williams and Spencer Rattler, and watched who they were throwing it to. And, I mean, it, technically, it's not against anything, it just. Obviously, he has ruffled a few feathers, and I, I, I joked with you guys yesterday, right? I go, I think Zoom's going to be canceled Wednesday. I, I well, if, if I just got off the phone, I, so yeah,
2: we were, were apprised of the situation <laughs>
3: this from Mr. Is Bailey. Unbelievable.
2: Mr. Bailey sent me a text. So here's what I can tell you. You guys are. This is how. This is how everything goes down. This is a nice peek behind the curtain, folks. <laughs> oh,
1: that I have to leave the pod to take a phone call, and then the email comes. No, out? just how. Just how everything.
2: How everything gets out. How, how everything
1: gets out. So uh, okay, so let me try and catch up with where you guys are. We have plenty of time to do the pod now. By the way, guys. Yes, yes put yes, the feet up.
2: <laughs> put the feet up. Stay a while. Uh, so well, half full, people?
1: Yeah, um, so what happened, and and Eddie knows this, I've actually talked, um, I want to make sure I get titles right and everything here. Um, So I just received a phone call explaining uh, exactly uh, what has happened. So yesterday, if you hadn't heard, the OU Daily had published a story uh, after overlooking practice, I assume from the journalism school, uh, which is adjacent to the practice field, where they had, uh, they had kept track of who was getting the most snaps and had published that Caleb Williams was taking the majority of reps with the starters. Uh, it upset the administration, Lincoln Riley, everyone greatly. Um, and as a result of that, not Lincoln Riley's call, by the way. So the guy that has called him names, I'm, I'm here to defend Lincoln Riley this was not his decision. Uh, oh. This came from above. So, above the football uh, department. So, it's unbelievable. Un- I have know that Bob Stoops in the past has got upset. I mean, after the Austin Kendall thing, uh, when the internal media screwed us all. <laughs> uh, basic. You know, it's when he called the Ohio State defense basic, and then they lost the game, and then Bob you know basically canceled all media uh, for that week and so it's it's not like it hasn't happened but I've never heard of this coming from up above to cancel media
2: hand up after question a win. sure why are they so mad I don't know I like I is, understand why they would be upset but and how is it that that uh, students
1: why at are the we university can get the the regular media banished why are we being punished? I've never heard of that before. I mean but, I mean it's happened twice. Now students and internal media with Austin Kendall have got the, the rest of the media screwed. Which look, OU doesn't do the I, I don't want to get in a long diatribe here. I've said my piece and I've said stupid shit and I've apologized. But here's the and thing And we've Harry, had productive uh conversations. It's not about like people this. are
2: out here writing hit pieces on yeah, this. They're play. just mm-hmm. saying what they saw at practice.
1: Which you know every every like I said the what do I call them um, the gossip farm fan sites?
2: I don't know who.
1: I mean you know there are websites out there that just can constantly throw rumors up and shit against the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not I the see. aggregators. I know no, I'm talking no. about the the gossip sites. The- right. Oh. the
3: aggregators will take the gossip and yes. aggregate it, but there's got to sure. be gossip first for Fair them enough. to take. It's Fair just enough.
1: like the whole thing that you know Spencer Rattler cleaned out his locker yesterday. Well, that wasn't actually the truth. His locker may have been empty. He might have left, but the whole of the story was that he was at practice later. You know that next morning. So
0: never forget that Baker Mayfield's arm fell off. Yeah, that's, that's a huge one. That was a that was a big, rotator
1: cuff surgery. Well, it's um, been a yep, bad. It's been yep. a
2: bad week for the two year plan as well. So
1: oh yeah, let's get to, that. Ooh, to that, that one. By the way, does anybody look? Better than Calvin Thibodeau as a coach on this team right now?
2: No, everything's – I mean, defensive line looks incredible, which I think we still – we need to get into a little bit more because it's a wrap-up from Texas, but we got a couple bombs to get through. We got a couple landmines to get through. So, yeah,
1: this is is what's happening. Uh, Media has been canceled for today. We had player Zoom calls scheduled for today. Uh, In reaction to the OU Daily publishing uh, practice reps yesterday.
3: I wonder if Lincoln gets canceled tomorrow,
1: too. I don't want to talk about that on the podcast. because I had private discussions about that as well. So, um, I'll tell you afterwards. Um, so, basically, yeah, the administration has said media doesn't deserve to have media because of what the OU Daily did yesterday. Which, as you guys are saying, we all know who's going to be the starter. Anybody with a brain that can just put two and two together... I I know I get in trouble for my read between the lines posts on the message boards, but read between the lines, people. uh, Spencer Rattler did not show up for practice on Monday. Either he was sent away or he just didn't show up. It was it was he's not going to start on Saturday. It was
2: driving me crazy on Tuesday that people are still like, I wonder who's going to be the starter. Come on, because guys. Because people keep writing Come on, headlines guys. with Come on. YouTube let's, let's videos and all that. Yeah. I mean, let's stay, up, let's stay up to date on this. Come on. It's like, this is why you scoop. We, we this know. This is why you're a scooper we, because we
1: tell you the shit that's not, we're not trying to get clicks out of everything. We're telling you what's going on, we're helping you read between the lines.
2: My, my final piece on the, because I think we have covered the Rattler thing pretty in depth as far as what we think is happening behind the scenes, what we think is happening with him, all that other stuff. Is it as simple, too, as, like, I don't know if he, I don't know if Lincoln Riley can put Spencer Rattler in that position Saturday night. you would be booed. Exactly. <laughs> right like, I, it's yeah. almost, in a way, it's almost unfair if they were to start Spencer Rattler because of the reception that he would get. And I'm not saying that that's what is going to be the the final decision maker, but at the same time, people are going to be drinking all day. It wouldn't exactly be the most welcoming atmosphere in front of another national audience if he threw Spencer Rattler out there. And with all that said, I still think Caleb Williams is the way to go. Everything, yada, yada, yada. Like, it, it, to me, it's not even a question now. This is, spent, this is Caleb Williams' team as far as the way things are moving forward. And we just have to accept that we won't talk to the starting quarterback. I hope season. that we talk to a starting player the rest of the season as it, as it is now. What I
1: find fascinating is Tightwad Josh wants us to spend money on an NIL deal with
2: Caleb Williams now. Bam. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Let's do this. Hey, listen. If we, can, if, if we can sit down and have a conversation with Caleb Williams and we'll
0: get a couple Schwab dogs on top of it, sign me up. Yeah. It, does, he, does he just supply those now like he has them in his pockets like they're always ready to roll?
1: Can I get a lifetime supply of brick chili Ooh. if I uh, if we give him a deal from
2: Schwab? I mean, we need to get some
0: now for the pub that got the pod it. here.
2: I mean, for us, though. Oh, 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 I don't know. We could probably talk to Schwab about that. That'd be awesome.
0: That'd be great.
2: Great people. Great Oklahoma company. And by the way, it's coming up... Uh, Thanksgiving. I'm sure that you this, can. Uh...
1: I mean, I'm just like process. Like this is unbelievable. I just can't believe. This. I, I I just like, don't... I haven't had time to process exactly what just happened. That they canceled media. I don't entirely understand. Oh, you daily watched a practice and noticed that Caleb Williams was taking first team reps. All right, take a little time out. Uh, it is laundry day for me, and I'm very excited. That means all my uh, no shows are going to be uh, clean this weekend for TCU. Uh, and I'll be honest with you. I'm wearing them as much as I can because gonna have to switch to boardroom, Eddie here pretty soon. I know uh, the colder weather is coming. We had tornadoes this morning. You had you almost had a tornado in your
2: lap. I was I was literally throwing on the no-show socks as the like alarm went off and was like, I think I probably need to wait this one out. But you're right, like the uh, they were perfect for the state fair walk around too, uh, and I need to probably throw my own in the uh, the washer coming up pretty soon
1: but uh also the uh, ou collection or the oklahoma collection is out there uh the maker bayfield sold out immediately uh they'll be coming back in stock soon but still three other brand new choices uh, for you to make uh love the uh, oklahoma ones love the state uh the state star one even the the schooner one is ri- really really cool uh in black if you want to be a little bit more incognito with your uh, sooner fandom uh But, hey, go to DeadSoxy.com, use that promo code BOOMER, and you'll get 20% off of uh, your
2: next order. And it's not just Oklahoma fans. You can go to Oklahoma State fans, same thing. They got really cool Pistol Pete stuff as well with the promo code PETE. 20%. 20% off.
1: So go to DeadSoxy.com, support them. They support us here at the Unofficial 40. Can't thank them enough. And remember, as always, stay Soxy.
0: I just don't understand how everyone else is responsible. Yeah, especially if it came from above Lincoln, then that's a university employee of the university's newspaper. I mean, not of the university, but connected to the university's newspaper. Like, couldn't you handle that internally somehow? And I mean, I'm like, I'm not getting on I mean, the news. The I thought it was a good job by them. I'm it's okay the with that. the academic side of this. I mean, we're
2: not
1: talking about, we're talking <sighs> about student reporters.
2: There I don't think students. I've ever been grounded for something that my neighbor did. Yeah. It, yeah. it literally is like, you got, these people. you got taken to jail
1: because uh, somebody else got a DUI. Right. Just because you were in the same bar as they were that night. And, and what honestly,
0: did they do? Like we talked about, they didn't
3: break any rules. That's why I'm actually the opposite. I, if. It's gonna be canceled if you're gonna take away the daily. Then I would ban t- and say no, you you can't do that. You can't just take away the daily. They didn't. There's nothing. Yeah, I mean, it it really legitimately is legitimately wrong with what they did. You might not like it. We might have to have a. I mean,
1: we it, it we might have to pull the picket lines or whatever
0: they call it. <laughs> What is oh it when my God, Eddie's the signs Eddie would come up with. I am ready for them. Like I don't know if I want to be shady. a part of that union. I don't know if I stand with them.
3: Okay, like, <laughs> Yeah,
1: but it's 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 tailor made for YouTube shady. content though, Eddie. I already had we need plan- to go I already had
2: something planned for today. I have not ready my We need to go car. down there right now. Well, let's <laughs> let sooner
3: scoop benefit. <laughs> you know, if they did something wrong and they got called out for it, we would, you know, say something. but I let's mean, march damn it. She I'm ready to Francis. march.
1: Let's march right out in front of. We'll have to march in the north end because that's where the administration is. They're right there. Yeah, we could march outside the gates. Be some great content. This could be our. This could be our barstool Tom Brady moment. So
2: I'm Terry, not ready go, to, go to get for arrested. Let's get arrested. I'm not ready. For,
1: uh, There's other things you are, but this this is you know what you know right? what. He's mad at the students. Is what he is. You're Me?
2: you're mad at him. I'm not mad at him. No. I'm not would mad you? at him at all. It just I'm. Yeah. The thing I would say is, you know, they wouldn't be mad about us marching or protesting down there as long as we were wearing masks. They don't make you wear masks. I'm sure the Oe Athletic Communication staff would. Mm. Which was still the funniest thing of all time. That. There's a thousand people in the middle of the cotton bowl and then we go do Zoom press conferences. Yeah, you're pretty triggered about that. Well, it's, it's, it's with the, awful internet. It's the dumbest. Yeah, the internet was awful. It's the dumbest thing that I think has happened outside of Fauci being born.
1: Yeah, the students the students literally rushed the field and were face to face with him. I just typed somehow my phone was transcribing everything that I was saying to Jason Kersey.
0: So, Kerry, I want to ask, when you, this phone call, whoever you spoke to, it was acknowledged that this was in direct response, or was it just assumed? I mean, I I understand I don't want to
1: get into the details, because I was told not to give out
0: details. Um, Mm -hmm. I was just Mm -hmm. told that it
1: came from above Lincoln Riley. Okay. Which I think we know we're not stupid we know where and read between the lines yeah (laughs) i mean i got i got a call from uh seth prince this morning i mean he's in charge of all this stuff and he just wanted to talk things over and get my opinion on things because he's no he knows that i've been doing this for a long time and i i said this to every i said this to the beat last night like
2: and i'm sure eddie doesn't agree with me but I don't really blame the kids for doing it. Like no, they, they, I I, let me let me clear the ear. I am not mad at the daily okay. at all. I'm mad okay. at the situation that we're being punished for something that they did. Yeah, all they're it's doing stupid. is and in reality, all they're doing is reporting on their student on their classmates. Well, and it also it's not like that. They put out a bunch of clickbait either. I thought it was a pretty good report. It is reporting. It's journalism. What?
1: There's a lot of talented people on the beat that are going to spend today putting in FOI requests probably in response to this.
2: I mean, maybe we should do that. It's just you're asking for a fight that you don't want. I just, I guess I don't understand the ideology behind saying we're mad about this because you caught us with our pants down, so we're going to punish you for it. That's kind of the way I look at it. Mm Yeah. Agreed. But here's the, here's
1: the deal. I mean, to be mad about it, would to suggest that they did something that they were explicitly told not to do? Sure. I don't think right. anybody has. There's not. There has not been a lot of communication between uh, sports information and you know the the media because of everything being Zoom and not seeing each other in person, not just being able to have small conversations here and there. Like I, I, we kind of have like a. It's almost like a board. I would call it, you know, four or five of us that talk to Mike Hauk all the time to, you know, hey, who would you guys like to see this week for interviews? And every Sunday or Monday, you guys, I know I hit you up and say, hey, who do you guys want this week? Because I need to tell Houck and he's going to go to Lincoln and they'll set it all up. So there is communication. But for, like, kids, students, um, you know, just kind of junior reporters or guys that aren't really, you know, haven't been on the beat for a long time, they get no guidance as to what is wrong and what is right. Like this is off limits, this is you only get that when you're actually on the beat and covering practices and going down there and talking to people and actually, you know, spending time like walking through practice or by practice. Like these kids have no idea that putting that out there would would have caused this big of a storm.
2: I still don't understand like so what what is the, you know, what's the athletic department or the the football program's reaction to all this? Are they going to uh, start practicing indoors every day. Like I just feel like it's an overreaction to something that a lot of people already knew that Caleb Williams was going to be the quarterback. Are are we really like in I, I, bigger picture? Are they really protecting Spencer Rattler this much? Like in in a in a way, is that not a reaction to like? But here's the let thing: let the though. kid f***ing grow up.
1: Here's the thing:
2: I don't think this is about Lincoln Riley or the football
1: program at all. I think yeah. this is that. You know how you, you've you every one of us have been a student at OU. Sure. You know how heavy handed the administration can be sometimes with student matters when things get out of hand. Sure. Or, or I mean, fraternities. I mean, the crap that you guys have to go yeah. through if you
2: screw up. No, I, I get it. But that was kind like of under the. They're treating us like, you know. And I don't know how it is like now, but, I, Carrie, that was kind of under the old regime. That was kind of like a. What I always thought was a boring thing. Thing. Yeah, yeah, a boring thing. Yeah, to be honest uh-huh. with you. I don't know.
0: It, it just. It's a bad look. It is. It's, it's and it's a
2: fight that you're
0: not you're not gonna win. It seems petty. Yep. You can't win the fight. And honestly, if you're if you're upset about it from a football level, all you've done is verify that report. And some like,
1: students you, who pissed you off. Now, now you have the biggest podcast in Oklahoma sitting here talking about it for 30 minutes, just calling you you know dummies. Like saying how bad you look. Like, is that really worth like, I said the same thing to, to Seth Prince when I was talking about it. You have to determine if the juice is worth the squeeze. Like, always is this worth the squeeze?
2: Is the juice on this worth the squeeze by the administration? And I get it. There's going to be a lot of people out there that are going to say, well, the media is just bitchy oh, yeah, because that's just, what they always do. Yeah, because they're trained to say the media sucks. And, and, you know, God forbid that any of this is like a distraction. I don't think it but, would be. But,
1: you know, everyone that's out there saying, oh, the media sucks, they deserve what they can get. Guess what? You got a little morsel yesterday, a little tiny morsel that doesn't really mean a whole lot just that Caleb Williams was getting first team reps, which you saw that and you're like, oh, shit, that's cool. Like, that's good information. And guess what? The administration says, we don't care about good information. We don't want you to have any of that stuff. So we're going to punish the people that give you information.
2: And it kind of reinforces an idea. And I'm not saying that we believe it or that we're throwing it out there that, There's a lot of protecting the brand out there as far as people being told what not to say. Guess
1: what? You protected the brand uh, for months, and your offense was shit. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, what did all the secrecy really gain you? It gained you a quarterback that didn't make the jump that everybody expected him
2: to make, so you had to go to another quarterback. (laughs) That, That landed them all in this. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. And again, There's I'm not a
3: real time reaction to everything.
1: And again, that's me ripping on Lincoln for a secrecy. He's not the one that's canceling all this stuff.
3: I just I don't even think he had a say in it. But hey, we don't have to end at
0: eleven forty-five now. We probably couldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> with, 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 with that segment included. Yeah, uh, we're 44
2: minutes into this. What would you think about the defense in the second half? <laughs> <laughs> but
0: no, seriously, like... I, I literally I, had a drink of water that is now on my computer screen. By
1: the way, you know what they can't do? They can't do shit about the Isaiah Thomas show.
0: Yeah, that is true.
2: Why? Because we held him, Kerry. Our colleague. Our colleague. Oh, our I like Isaiah. that. Our colleague. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like I'd, it. I... I, I, I I I was uh, I gave him a high five after the game or whatever, and uh, Nate Thompson, we're standing in the tunnel uh-huh. at the Cotton Bowl, and he l- kind of looked at me funny. He's like, "Oh, that's not." He, he was just giving me shit about it. And I was like, "He's my colleague. What can I say?" <laughs> I'll admit, I, I said, sent him a
1: text after the game. This is the first time I'd ever sent a player a text, just saying
2: that was amazing, dude. Yeah, it's,
1: crazy. it's just Like, I, I, you know what? It's I don't feel bad about it. No. I don't.
2: Well, let's get into the defense, though, because I do think that, like, there's obviously some pretty serious issues still on the back end. Uh, yeah. Is is Was the performance, and I asked Bob this this morning, it's like, was the performance just as simple as moving Isaiah Thomas inside, and they started getting pressure on Casey Thompson and putting him in second and third and long?
1: I don't know. I mean, they basically took Bijan Robinson out of the game. I mean, made him a non-factor.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I, they essentially Eddie. They gave up three points that entire second half until the long touchdown pass that was
2: desperation at the end. Right, and I mean, I think he had what?
1: They had sixty-seven
3: yards rushing in the second. That's
1: half. That's what
2: I was going to say. Was it? He had, and it was thirty of it came on one play. Yeah. In the I was going to
3: ask Josh: Did Sark go conservative, or did OU's defense put them behind the chains because they couldn't run on first and second down?
0: I I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, Kerry touched on it. I, I I if I'm Sark, I I definitely try to give Bijan more touches in the second half. I didn't feel like they forced that issue. No. nearly as much as they could have. Um, at the same time, when you're just getting destroyed up front like they were, I I don't know what I mean. The, the, guys, we we talked about this with OU for a couple of weeks. There's not a lot of offense that runs well if you're getting killed up front. Like I don't, you, you can't. You know, game plan around, we can't block anybody. That, that doesn't work, whether passing, throwing, whatever. But, yeah, I mean, when you have – guys, I think we can all agree, the best player on the field, I'm going to find a way to get him a minimum of 10 to 12 touches a half. Like, that's, that's just going to happen. And I, I don't know how many carries he had in the second, but, I, I, guys, we talked about in the postgame, he had one reception. He was targeted four times, and I don't really even remember those targets. I think one of them might have been um, the one where he's about to get sacked and he just throws it at Bijan's feet. because there's,
3: there's actually two of them that are, that are yeah, like
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, you want to count those as targets, I guess, fine, whatever. But it, it <laughs> right. was, um, yeah, like I said, I mean, I, I'm going to fight. I said in the postgame pod, if I've got to go down, I'm going to go down firing my best shot, and Bijan's my best shot. But, yeah, by moving Isaiah,
3: having Grimes and or or uh, Ethan Downs, that's just working. I mean, I mean they're not always going to hit mm-hmm. home, but they bring, I don't want to say that it factor, but when they're out there, you trust that there's a possibility they can make a huge play. And if you don't see that from Josh Ellison in the Isaiah Thomas role on the inside, but you do from Isaiah – And you put him there and you add another playmaker. And if you go, you know, Grimes, Winfrey, Thomas, Benito, you just let the fun happen because those guys are going to create havoc, make, you know, make plays. And that internal clock for Casey Thompson, that sped up quite a bit there in the second half.
0: That's your best front four. Those are your four best front guys. With Grimes, Winfrey, Thomas, and um, and now obviously Nick Benito.
1: I mean, the, how, I mean, the thing about uh, it who is, are it's you like, doubling. Yeah, it's like that's crazy yep. how how much talent there is on that line. Like, and I know Reggie Grimes is doing. I thought, guys, it was interesting that they made it a Grimes Down Downs combo. Like that, they think that much of Ethan Downs right now. That uh, that he guys, is. He's playing good football, yeah.
0: and I know you all know. I've had my questions. The dude's playing well. <laughs> there's just there's no. To I'm me, not gonna yeah. try to. Protect my ego or anything. That's fine. He's playing really good football. Who should feel Guys, worse? Me about the Sooner Summit or Josh about Ethan Downs? <laughs> I would say me because A, he's an Oklahoma kid. Like I've been watching his tape since he was a sophomore and I always thought he was talented. I just didn't see the production. Now, I could argue. That that hasn't really come around yet, but I don't. I think that's gonna happen. I think that I don't think that's a oh it's it's something's wrong. Like it just it hasn't happened yet. I don't I don't think that's a uh, indicative of what the future holds. What I loved about and I guarantee what the coaches love, guys on the Robinson the B. John Robinson long touchdown run. The most one of the, the only good thing OU you did on that was their run down the field where Ethan Downs Dude. and Josh Ellison tracked Ellison. that forty it yards. Is unbelievable the effort that they put in. On that play. Uh, like I said, I didn't notice it until like the second time I watched it. I was like, holy crap, that's those two down there. Just hoofing it, trying to catch, you know, one of the best backs in the country.
1: I only like the thing that that stood out to me more in a bad way was, uh, man, I was worried about Andrew Raym when he came crashing in on that fumble recovery from Kennedy Brooks. Yes. Like I was worried he's going to break his neck.
3: Yeah, he like throw his helmet and shoulder, just kind of lunge ugly. at Foster. Yeah, yeah I was, was hoping BJ there'd Fox, be a dude.
0: moment for this. Uh, you guys were talking about, you know, Carrie, you texted Isaiah, Eddie, you uh, you high five him. I got a random phone call from Andrew Rame on Friday night before OU Texas. Really? It was one hundred percent accidental. Like I knew it was. Like you're going to get I, the I, media I'll get that again for like. next week. <laughs> I texted him. I was like, "Wrong number, right?" And he was like, "Yeah, my bad, man. My bad." And I was like, "No, no problem." So, I, and I, I did. I, I wish. I was like, "Good luck tomorrow, man." Like, I mean, that, that's about as far as I'll go with it. But yeah, that was um, that was my connection to uh, OU players in the uh, in the media this week.
1: It's really okay, Josh. On Zoom calls now, we have people basically just telling people that they love them as their question ends.
2: Love oh, you. Hope okay, you have a great week. Answers. Yeah. I think there's going to be a restraining order put out at some point this year. It's going to be really weird because it's going to be a never mind.
0: Never mind. It's going to be half the athletic department having to file that one. And even, you know, sure. recently retired coaches. Sure. Uh, a little bit of a follow
3: up. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, do we want to talk about corners or do we want yeah, to just kind just, of. Just a, just, a real,
2: just a real quick follow up uh, comment on Ethan Downs. I don't know if I've ever seen someone love playing for the University of Oklahoma as much as that kid does. Like he's on the sidelines with his helmet at kickoffs. Like he's the guy, like jumping up and down. By the
1: way, I loved your Spence Jones video on the bench trying to get the crowd. Oh, that was
2: that was awesome. That was walking down from like in between the third and fourth quarter, and him and uh, Devin Devin Staten are like on the bench, like yelling at the crowd. He's like he's like WWE in it. That's like one of the moments that it was like, holy shit, this thing is insane. This this whole entire like event has become. I mean, Something even the, bigger than the, the it band really is. jumping
1: up and down and the fans. I mean, it was a very jump around moment with it. Dude, oh, it was crazy. Oh,
2: I've you. I've literally never like and, and I we've talked about it on the board and we've talked about it, uh, you know, obviously through uh, sights and sounds and all that kind of stuff. But I the moment from like the twenty five ish real time minutes in between uh, the touchdown to tie it, the third and nineteen uh, with the two point conversion then the Caleb Kelly strip, then the Kennedy Brooks touchdown to give him the lead. I don't think I've ever been on the field for an OU game that had that type of just atmosphere, everything that encompassed everything in that 25-minute that spiel. And
1: I, I, I don't know if we've said this or not. We probably said it on the post game pod, but massive credit to the OU fan base for sticking that thing out. Like I, And I know I've seen a lot of people post like, yeah, we left the stadium and went out and got beers. And came back an hour later, and it was actually a game then. So, like, I know that happened, but everybody stuck around for that thing. Nobody cleared out in the end, and it was like, see, this is why I wanted OU to go to the SEC, is because games will mean so much more when they're in that conference. Like, you never would have got that type of crowd. You won't have that crowd this weekend for TCU. Was, probably, we no. talked
2: about it on the post game pod, but it was strange at the time. But it's even more strength. Like looking back on it, the reception that that team got going up the tunnel at halftime—they were down by 18—and mm-hmm. the a entire vibe. the entire OU crowd was like, "Let's go!" Like, let's like go. basically, you got this. Yeah, it's just it, yep. and it's easy to say it now that they won, and it makes for like kind of a hallmark movie. But I don't know. It, it, I've heard people say it before, and I usually roll my eyes at it. But I think that the the fans played definitely a. Um, certain role in that comeback it was just incredible and
3: and you you mentioned that like 20 minute real time period it's all in the OU end zone no doubt about it single play no doubt about it up there yeah Texas like louder and louder
2: uh Sark said something after the game is like there it was like playing a road game they couldn't get out of that that Mm -hmm. hole back there it just it's crazy but uh yeah cornerbacks it certainly sounds like there's going to be some changes coming this week Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> mm-hmm. um, hearing I mean, some similar things. We had,
0: right, we
3: had Justin Harrington. He had Woody Washington. Like You felt like they were five, six deep. I know. And after Saturday, you feel Latrell McCutcheon and DJ Graham, and what else do I got? Whew. Well. D- Graham played every single snap.
1: Well, I'm just trying um, to go through my head here. Who are you going to move? Um, I, I think they're going to move Billy. Well, I was getting ready to say that. <laughs> Because he's the only one that makes sense. I mean, you're not moving Jeremiah Credell. He can't even play at nickel right
2: now. I. He's got to get healthy. Yeah. I mean, that that's another thing. It, 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 I don't think that Jeremiah Cradell is going to be seeing the football field anytime soon. By the
0: way,
1: can Correct. I? Can I? I. There's something about the game that I don't understand that everybody loved, and this is the olds. This is me being an old's.
3: Oh God! Here we go. Is it the fox?
1: No. Okay. I don't know where the f- that thing came from. I mean. <laughs> It, that that was weird. Uh, well, the funny thing was on on TV, Chris
2: Fowler was talking about it and, and expecting the cameramen to jump to it, and they never did. It was real quick. It was like in and out. I didn't even really get a good shot of it. I was on the other end of the field, though.
1: Here's what I don't understand. What was the Marvin Mims touchdown celebration with Braden Willis?
2: Yes. What is uh, that I, supposed uh, to be? I, I don't think it was anything. I think it was like a... A spontaneous combustion of energy that just like came out of his body at one time. I have
1: to ask Isaiah about this tonight. Like, what? Because the players were like, somehow someone else had come up with that. Because I saw Perry on, and maybe it was Nick or something, basically saying they stole that from us. So, what the hell is it? Oh, is it like? Don't want to take credit for having. it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like Perron was trying to take credit for it.
2: <laughs> I have no idea.
1: Okay, I don't feel like an old now. That you guys don't know. I guess I missed. I miss the, missed the celebration that yesterday. Oh, like, he's like he's or like, he's like his we? arms like and running. legs are like he's like running, but yeah. he's holding him up. You saw it. He's Josh. Holding. Yeah. I mean, is it like a S- SpongeBob SquarePants thing or something? Like I don't know.
3: We're all old here. It has to be has a Fortnite be, thing. It has to be. Know. I
0: don't know. Maybe it is a Fortnite thing. I don't know. That's why we should just chalk up anything that we're too old for. It's Fortnite. <laughs> Fucking Fortnite. Fortnite. I don't think, think Fortnite's really right. a thing, though, anymore, is it?
1: Since they got super No, by but Apple? that
0: no, that only enforces the old, though. Like, we just, like, we get to live in that old. Like, it'll be five years from now, and, like, Fortnite's not even a thing. are literally talking it's just about it, completely yeah. gone. And we're like, it's Fortnite. <laughs> These kid, kids and Fortnite. These kids and their damn Fortnite. kids and their Mario brothers. <laughs> Fortnite, and TikTok, move, just move on. It's got to be Super Smash Brothers stuff.
1: Although I, 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 I think that most people still love 007
0: like as it, the
1: greatest game that ever was.
0: You talking about Goldeneye? Goldeneye yeah. is the greatest, Goldeneye, greatest yeah. game ever made. Yeah, that I, I literally missed parties playing Double Goldeneye with my buddies. Like we would be at the party. And you'd find a sixty four and go play that stupid game like I'm not I, sorry, yeah, I feel wrong saying stupid. like I wanted to say stupid, but now I'm like, mm, I love that game. I'm not going to say that uh yeah that, that's that's down-graded. just an incredible masterpiece yeah i i I probably i I deserve to die by a you know remote mind just for that comment alone. So I
1: will say that just just one more thing on the defense. uh Brian Osamoa seems to be coming around. yeah. I mean, he had a very good game against Texas. He didn't have a bad game against Kansas State. I don't he's know what's gotten coverage. into him,
0: but it, it, yeah. I mean, guys, does it look like he was just like he stopped thinking? Like he just like, okay, I'm a really good athlete. I'm going to go make plays. Like it just looked like a guy that was faster than everybody else. In the He field. was a violent I mean, tackler
1: for the first time, yep.
0: I thought. Yep. I, that was either that or he's
1: overshone. And he's like, oh, I got to play better because that guy looks too, way better than me. <laughs>
0: It, do you is there a positive reason to start Danny Stutzman over to Sean White? Yeah, because like, he's better. I, 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 well, no, no, and, and I, I I get that, but I mean, does it does it not upset the apple cart to be like, okay, White's still a player for us. He's still going to be a rotational guy. We're going to start him just because we don't have to upset anything. But during the game, Danny Stutzman's going to get more snaps. Yes, I think that's the way to play it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's what I would do. That's what makes sense to me. Key down. Because you just don't have to do anything. Yes. And it's not to say that he couldn't
2: handle it, but I. it's almost like some guys I think maybe he, uh, for Danny, a little bit more comfortable let me going ask you, into a game like that. Let me ask you this, Less Josh. Less pressure. How, right.
1: how, uh, how, I don't know, how much different were the snap counts on PFF this week for those guys on the defensive line? Because it seemed like, they had Perion and Isaiah and Nick out there as much as possible.
3: Like 44. It was like between 41 to 44 with those main guys out of the
0: 62 total. So, yeah, they played him a bunch. And it was 90 guys, and, degrees. Yeah. One of the, the stranger things that – and somebody – I can't remember who brought it up on the board, but was like, "Yeah, you know, I don't know that because I had DJ Graham in my hot 11." They were like, "Well, he he got beat on a couple plays." I'm like, "He played 62." Like sometimes people lose perspective of that. Like, yeah, he Healed had three bad plays out of 62. Okay, like that's okay. That's not guys. Not every play. I don't care how good you are is gonna be perfect. It doesn't work like that. So, um, I thought he played well. Um, I. Just God, some of these PFF grades this week were weird. Like Jeremiah Hall was in the 60s. I thought Jeremiah Hall played a great game. Um, you know, Jordan Kelly was the fifth highest guy on the defense. Danny Studman was in the mid to low 60s. I really I don't,
3: just use their 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 snap count. Yeah, I don't
0: even look at their
3: grades now.
2: Yeah, sometimes Nick Benito this was an 84. Don't add
3: up. There's yeah,
2: doesn't. It's a great base. It's it's kind of what we've always said. Great basis for kind of getting an idea of things, mm-hmm. but un- unless you really know what is being executed out there or what is being asked of every player, it's hard to grade somebody.
0: Sure, sure. <laughs> I think, Cameron Josh, you, you've said that. I mean, that's... No, coarse. no, it's 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 damn near impossible. There's there's no doubt. I, I mean, but like I said, guys, for me, Benito on Saturday was pretty close to, what was it, 20, 2015 or 2016 Oboe when he was just dead on his feet chasing Sam Ellinger around that second half when Texas was just tackling him toward the end of that game where he was trying to, you know, I think think it was, was it 16? Was it 29-23 game?
2: 17. 17. okay
0: okay. Yeah, Baker. so But, yeah, I, I mean, just, yeah, yeah exactly. So I, I thought it was a performance on that level, and I don't know, like, I don't feel like he's, I had trouble putting Kennedy Brooks as my number one over Benito, but, I mean, I, I get it, like, Brooks had an incredible game, and I think he deserved to be number one, but I thought Benito was that good on Saturday.
1: I don't think any player has gone from where Nick Benito has gone to in the last three years to where he is now for me on defense. Like, I'm trying to think of the last person that just shocked me athletically from one year to the next, and really over two years. But I mean, I look at him and I'm just like, holy shit, that guy is good. Like, indescribably athletic.
0: Yeah. Oh, Texas. I mean, watching those poor tackles try and meet him on the corner, they. I mean, Nick would just dip the shoulder and it was over. Like, I mean, they they had no chance to block him any time Casey Thompson dropped. You know, more than like a step. Like, yeah, he just he was creating too much of an easy angle. I for, mean, for Benito to run, run around. Unlike Stryker, he has
1: size. Unlike mm-hmm. Obo, he might not have like the reach that Obo had, but athletically, he's much more kind of yep. uh, what you look for. Just like prototypical,
0: he, he's more fluid than Oboe was. I don't, yeah, like pure explosion. I think Obo could hold with him, but like changing directions and some of that stuff, Obo couldn't move like like Nick does um yeah yeah like i said i just i thought he was i he's up there i i mean how long has it been since you would say oh you have got one of the three or four best pass rushers in the country i mean him will anderson i mean it just does not take long to call the role of the guys that are on that level and i i mean i would put benito up there with anderson from alabama who's an absolute monster all right. Uh, speaking of absolute monsters,
2: uh, anything team wise you want to throw in there before we? I was just going to say uh, we got to talk to Bill for the first time in seven years yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, just Bill Bo, Just as far as like uh, summary highlights of what he said, inconsistencies. This old line's biggest problem. It seems like they took a step forward uh, on Saturday. I, Obviously, I when, you rush, when you rush when you rush for three hundred and thirty nine yards. Uh, what was that, Bob?
3: I love the Tyrese Robinson answer because it explains so much. As far as like going with calls and stuff like that? Yep. If Tyrese and, Mar- and Marquise Hayes, that's who I got to assume. They're seeing something different than Rame, But Rame is calling something. You got to go with what Rame is saying. And that I was like, okay, all right. That might add up to what was happening during the first three, four games
2: long story short on Andrew Raym, though, I I think that they feel like he's going to be excellent one day. Uh, It's just a little bit of a work in progress right now, and it's pretty obvious. I mean, you're throwing a guy in there to make a bunch of decisions and make a bunch of calls and checks and stuff like that that just hasn't played a whole lot. I thought it was kind of interesting, too, that he pointed out that, like, you know, Creed did go through a redshirt year. Creed did learn from a bunch of really good guys, and it's not that Creed didn't, you know, hand down the knowledge to to Andrew Raym, but Rain it's a little bit there. different. It's he, a little bit he different. He
1: learned from a Joe Moore award-winning offensive line. Right. I mean, Raymond. And I was well, kind of I was interested because, you know, to see just what his reaction was, like, how is he doing? Uh, and it, it it was basically kind of like he's not there yet, you know? And, right. And I think that was, you know, not that I expect Bill, of all people, to come out and say he's better than you. Like, him coming out for Tyrese is basically what, like Gabe Eichert and and Josh has talked about, like even when he had all the penalties, uh, he was still one of the best offensive linemen on the on the field that day. Uh, and you know, I think you had the highlighter. You you were showing. I can't remember. There was a guy that was tweeting. There's a guy that is not Cole Kubelik but it's another guy that tweets about offensive line stuff. Uh, I think you or Josh were like, hey, I'll take this every time. If yeah, I it's get it. like
2: Tyrese Robinson just completely turns a guy inside. Yeah, and flips his shoulders and. Like that that's a sign that's a good sign for this group. Josh, I know you listened to the Bill Beatabo stuff. Did you have any like major takeaways from anything that he said? Uh
0: no, I mean I, I thought it was interesting and uh, he he highlighted Eric Swenson, and I know that's a guy we've we've bagged on plenty. Look, if Eric he Swenson plays playing guard, left
1: Yeah, if he's playing guard, d- yeah. I don't think anybody should have a problem there.
0: It's agreed. Like, agreed. He could do that, no problem. Uh, but guys, him play we talk on this pod all the time about how much harder it is than most people understand to move left and right. But to do left tackle and right guard, I <laughs> the mean, same game, <laughs> different feet, different responsibility, that's hard. Like, I, I don't know that that's gotten its due for that is a tricky damn thing to do. And, guys, he was the left tackle on uh, Caleb Williams' touchdown run. I mean, he was the guy that kind of sealed that in. And, um, you know, aside from Caleb Williams making a, a really nice move when, uh, you know I mentioned Jeremiah Hall I thought he had a good game he he missed one on that run guy got inside of him and Williams kind of sidesteps him and goes around but it was um it was a nice block from Swenson the whole line really did a pretty nice job on that play is is Swenson being held together by tape <laughs> <find he's> <laughs>
3: He couldn't be in his it's, stance to start the second half. Maybe we can get but him a Gorilla so
1: Glue uh, sponsorship or something. Golly.
3: You know, I mean, that was when... the story when, of his career, with injuries. When, but here, you know, in his sixth year, it just seems no matter what happens, he's always banged up in some sort of way.
1: Yeah, I mean, Bill basically yep. came out and said, yeah, he's got a
0: back problem. Like, what else Not is Not today,
3: new? but yeah. Saturday he did. <laughs>
0: uh, it, it, he, he is. He's like the... Like the 50, 60-year-old man that like wakes up and he's like, hmm, that feels good today. It's going to be a good day. You know, Like he, yep. he, just, he wakes up and finds out what his day will be.
1: You just imagine it's like the beginning of uh, the movie Major League when Jake Taylor gets out of bed for the first time. <laughs> yes, that's it. At
0: least you could have said you were with the Yankees.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, uh, moving on. Huge recruiting news yesterday as uh Josh, I know this is I was trying to explain it to my uh radio uh uh, uh brethren this morning. Like mm-hmm. all the his dad and the church and all this and all the craziness that went on with Gabe Dindy. Uh and uh you know College Station. Uh but this has been quite a turn. And I know you felt confident recently that it was gonna be Oklahoma, but it's gotta be one of those recruiting. Uh, you know, recruiting uh, stories that you're just kind of glad to see finally come to a completion.
0: Yeah, a- any time when I have to, I, I guess, kind of be the the river and the you know, or the rock and the stream, like where I'm the one that's like, no, no, just take a step, take a beat here. That's scary. It's always scary territory because you are y- you just know that if you get it wrong, everybody's gonna be like, well, you're an idiot. I mean, I hate to bring it up again. Bryce Foster, same way. Everybody's like, oh, you're crazy. And that one, I have to eat for all eternity. I'll never not hear about Bryce Foster. But at the same time, with this one, it was just like, man, there was such a strong relationship. And he talked about it yesterday during his announcement. I mean, it went so far back. He'd really built a bond with Calvin Thibodeau and Lincoln Riley and Alex Grinch. He just knew the whole staff. And his family, there was a lot of familiarity. And... He's right. Like uh, People people will try to turn this into, oh, well, he just went there because his parents went there. And that's not what played out. This was his decision, but there's no question. The people that thought, oh, his dad's going to want him at Texas AM or he's going to push him that way, that's not what played out. Like, his dad was going to let him do, and, and his mom as well, We're going to let him do whatever he wanted to do. He chose Oklahoma because that's a school. And I, Guys, part of my forecast long ago was, you know, Early in Gabe's recruitment, he would talk about how much, you know, he, he grew up liking Oklahoma. Like, it was a school he thought about playing for when he was a kid. And that stuff's not easily overcome. Uh, it, it happens. It does. But usually, you guys follow their heart. They just do. Now, they'll they'll explain other reasons why that happened. But that's usually what happens. And obviously, didn't hurt. That apparently he made his decision, kind of his final choice over the weekend. Well, I mean, got to watch OU's defensive line just decimate Texas. Like that's, it's not a bad moment in time. Now, he also saw A&M beat Alabama. So, you know, who knows where he comes out on that? But yeah, this was, this is one I was definitely glad to be done with and kind of be like, it's fine. You guys just, sometimes you just got to ride out the storm a little bit.
1: Well, and uh, there's still one one more big one getting ready to to pop. What do we got? What was the date here? The thirteenth. So Monday. Monday. Another. Well, not saying pop for OU. Just saying another big commitment that uh, will send some shockwaves through. Well, at least this part of the country.
0: Yeah, Uh, you know Gentry Williams. You know top uh, top ten corner in the country. Guy from Booker T that OU's been in on since you know late in his freshman year of high school. I mean he's he's been a guy that. Everybody knew was special from from the word go. And kind of kind of like what I was just talking about with Gabe Dindy, a guy that has always been very honest and open. He grew up thinking about playing for OU, thinking about playing on that field. His mother is an alum, and, I mean, it, it means a lot to her. And I know, much like the Dindys, she's placed no pressure on him. She she hasn't pushed anything or, you know, told him he was going to do this or that, and Gentry's Gentry's been, you know, pretty open to what other schools had to say. I think he really worked hard to do so and to hear what, you know, Florida had to say or USC or, you know, Arkansas or any of these other schools that have been involved with him. And, um, I again, I feel really good about where OU is. I think most people, um, you know, you talk to at this point kind of think it's going to be a tough battle for anybody. Now, I know schools are still trying. Like, for example, I, I have heard that... Um, that that Missouri is trying to bring him in this weekend for an unofficial visit. They're still trying to make that work. So it's, uh, you never say anything's over, but it certainly looks good for Oklahoma right now with Gentry. That is, I was talking to some buddies about this yesterday. It's like five years ago,
2: people would have just absolutely lost their minds if, oh, you got a five-star defensive lineman. And I'm not saying that people rolled their eyes or anything like that, because it was massive that they were able to get him, but it was like almost kind of, I don't want to say expected, but it was like, yeah, okay, that makes sense.
1: Well, I, I don't know, Josh, how much does it help that OU has done nothing uh, but shown that they are producing defensive linemen right now, especially with the year they're having with Nick Benito and Isaiah Thomas.
0: Oh, it's, and it's huge. Unwinford. I mean, yeah, you're getting to, you know, they, they got to give a little taste of it a couple of years ago with Neville Gallimore, but now – it's not just one good player. They've got, you know, their their depth has got guys that are going to play in the NFL. I mean, so, you know, you've, you're starting to develop. It's just one guy after another. And that's when you – we talked about this, guys, when, you know, people would come up with, well, there's not enough talent. Well, it doesn't – it's defensive line. There is literally no position in the country that's harder to recruit than defensive line because they are so – There's just not many of them. There's not many elite defensive linemen, which is why it's the same schools recruiting the same guys. I mean, you know, we've talked for weeks here about Marvin Jones Jr. and Kenyatta Jackson and Anai White and all these guys that are kind of connected to one another. Okay, if Anai White goes to Ohio State, well, then Kenyatta Jackson probably could end up at Oklahoma, but that's if Alabama doesn't get involved. I mean, there's there's that level of intersection with all of these guys and – that's what you get. Like I said, when you're recruiting these elite guys, Clemson tried to get, tried to push hard late on Gabe Dindy. I mean, not, when I say late, I mean, kind of last spring into the summer and was just kind of told, eh, now, nah. you know, like it's, it's a little late for all that. And I know same deal, uh, with Kenyatta Jackson, uh, Clemson tried to kind of come in late and they were told no. So, um, you get a lot of that sometimes where guys just have to kind of, um, they, you know, kind of go with their long term relationships. That's what happened with dindy But I mean, guys, I'm I'm trying. I'm still searching it out. dindy and Williams and back to back weeks, guys. I I mean, you're you're talking. It had to have been 15 years since OU landed it, it in any time span. Back to back defensive commitments like that, much less within a week of each other. Can I get greedy for a second? Sure, get it, well, get crazy. What's next? <laughs>
2: after after you go Gabe well, and, Dindy that's thing, and after you go Gentry Williams, Mc- what would you've you got a six thirty kick McLellan. time uh, this Chris weekend? McLellan.
1: By the way, yeah. uh, is there anything that any chance they could put some stuff together for this weekend's game, Josh?
0: They have, um, and it just uh, one is known. One I can put out there: um, Hero Canoe, uh, big time defensive lineman, rivals one hundred guy. Yes. He, yes, he was a Hero uh,
1: Canoe, a summer
0: camper, he, Josh, summer he, camper he that we got camper. video of. And he is he, he is actually German. He's from Germany, and had I think came over last year. Yeah, it would, it would have been. I think he transferred, expecting to play this year, kind of like his one year. But then he transferred over. I want to say at midterm to uh, Santa Margarita Catholic, which for some people will ring a bell. That's where Grant Calcaterra went to school, um, and is actually the school I saw Raleigh Brown play against back in the spring, and I saw Hero in person. And uh, I don't think the expectation was him to play two years. But when he came over, because California had delayed their season, he was allowed to play last spring. And then, again, he's obviously playing this fall. But number 87 player in the country, he's going to come in this weekend. I-, I think in OU's perfect world, it would really come down to Hero Canoe and Chris McClellan. And really, it's up to the players. You know, if uh, whoever wants to jump on board first, fine, in. You know, like that kind of deal. I don't. Know that there's room to take both. I know that makes people crazy when I say things like that, but you've already got Cedric Roberts. You got Gabe Dindy. You return quite a bit. Like I, at some point, you do have to be realistic with the numbers. But that's that's the good situation Oklahoma's defensive line is in. You know, in this two year plan. I guess the question would be, Josh, with
3: them adding the number of signees you can have for 2022, there's still just
0: not enough room, even though they're adding the seven. That is. I I feel like it it I feel like it could when I it's one I got in this conversation with somebody today uh somebody was uh messaging me and I I said you know this isn't about what I would do this is about (laughs) what I kind of see them doing and Mm -hmm. again I mean if they were if they felt that good about numbers how has a receiver offer not happened like how, how you're really just gonna go no high school receivers in 2022 that doesn't make any sense to me. But that seems to be the direction we're heading. I mean, guys, this is mid-October, but what and they've happens, done what nothing happens, at
1: receiver. What happens if Caleb Williams continues to establish himself, though?
0: You know, I mean, that don't get me wrong. That helps because it's, it's not a deal where, yeah, I mean, you have to trust us. This Caleb Williams kid we've got is unbelievable. Like, there's, there's video evidence. There's something every kid can see. Hey, man, you come play with this dude, and you might be with, with the next Heisman winner, kind of as they sold Spencer last year. But you still have to, at some point, make an offer. I mean, OU's got to do something, and I, I kind of keep waiting to hear, like, oh, Luther Burton's kind of looking around again, or hey, Talon Shetron. Maybe they offer Tabry. I hear nothing like that. There, there's no clear indication. Again, I don't think that's what will happen. I do think they'll they'll sign a wide receiver, maybe two, but at some point you gotta gotta get moving on it. I, I kind of I'm wondering if we're going to see one of OU's kind of favorite things is either A, hanging around for a player nobody gave them a chance for, and then all of a sudden they're right there at the end when maybe a school fills up or some other reason, guys like Reggie Grimes, guys like Orlando Brown, that kind of I mean fall into your lap is not right because they were doing the work, but guys that a lot of people didn't think you had a chance for. I think that's a possibility. The other is a flip. Is a guy that's committed elsewhere that they've always liked, and you know, just the school that's not going the way they, they hoped it might. I mean, you know, you can look at the LSU situation, you could look at Florida State. I mean, you can look at schools that OU that, that has commitments that are at the level that could help OU and say maybe OU poaches somebody there later. And I'm not, I'm certainly not saying that those like that. I'm not trying to hint at anything. Like I'm not saying I've heard something about either of those schools commitments. I'm saying those are the kind of scenarios that I could see playing out for OU.
1: I'm just checking, uh, seeing this starting to hit the national media about the, it's, the blowing up, stuff. It,
2: it's just not, nobody <laughs> it looks out ridiculous
1: of that. W- when you see national outlets tweeting about this, it looks so- more petty
2: than I thought before. It, I don't think that those people miss very often, but they,
0: the powers that be, have completely lost their up. mind. They yeah. this up. I yeah. mean, there's well, just no and, other and way you're to getting people it. putting it on Lincoln. Like, yeah. and I get why they yeah. would think that is Lincoln. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but when it's made clear to you that it wasn't Kerry, like that, that's when you can't do it like this. If you're going to do something, you got to step out in front of it. You can't just, you know, like. And and I feel bad because I've already had my spat
1: with Lincoln and and I mean like even when they were you know it's like now people every time something like this happens they're like Kerry was right Lincoln's a jerk.
0: <laughs> hey, I don't want you to know. I mean, I definitely though. don't always think you're right, and you definitely <laughs> are a jerk.
1: <sighs> Pretty wild, and it's only going to get amplified. I mean Reddit's
2: talking about it. Now you're getting national football reporters that are putting it out yeah, there. Like Ian Rappaport's talking about it. This is the last thing Sorry, Matt, Josh, was probably wouldn't, on wouldn't know. Yeah, wouldn't we'll know. let you know. <laughs> yeah, you know? Blocked. <laughs> we'll let you know if he says anything of of note. Probably not. But like this is just one of those things. It's like how I guess you just how did they not see that this was going to blow up in their face like this? They think it was wasn't gonna be a big deal? That people weren't gonna say anything. It's it's an it's a decision made out of emotions. Right. Which again, I get it if they're mad. I I I kind of understand where they're coming from. But at the same time, You're hurting people who make a living, who earn put the food on
1: their own tables well, not, because of kids that are going to school.
2: And they're and they're now they're I mean, they're kind really not... In a not, relationship, we're they're...
1: Not, we're not going to be starving because of this. Let me just... Put I might go I'm on a hunger little... <laughs> strike.
2: They, they're they hurting the fan base
0: now by punishing the media for one person's actions. Guys, I'm going to go in the opposite direction. It was Tiffany's birthday yesterday. There's birthday cake in the fridge. I may eat that whole thing. They're hurting my health because of the anxiety of, of this, of this you, whole situation.
1: You cannot allow me to have sheet cake anywhere within a five mile
0: radius (laughs) i love sheet cake i'm not a cake guy i uh, am pie i I will decimate pie
1: i mean it hasn't happened in a few years but i used to just go buy a little mini sheet cake for myself for birthdays Uh,
2: there is there's nothing worse about having children that's the most depressing thing i've ever heard
1: little homeland made the little bitty circle ones
2: Oh, oh boy I, I'm going to just tell you right now, this video, I had, see, I had this the video idea that, I'm get, that I have for this afternoon is maybe one of my greatest ideas. Really? And I'm excited to go make it. Who's Ooh. filming it? I, oh, I have a tripod, and I will- I... Oh, it's super secret. Oh, do you I like want
1: to, Do you want me to go and use the cinema camera?
2: No, I mean, it's not going to be like that, but I have to go make a couple purchases to help me with this <laughs> idea.
1: This is very interesting.
2: It's not, it? it's not. It's not going to be that funny. Now that I built it up, it probably won't even be funny. Oh, can boy. we can we make this a YouTube release?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can premiere it on YouTube, and then you can put it on your social channels. Yeah, I think so. We can say like just, seven o'clock, Eddie Radosovich <laughs> YouTube premiere about <laughs> <It'll>, the quarterback <laughs> situation. It'll be done. It'll be done I, I, by five o'clock. Well, then it. send it to me, and we'll set it for six p.m. YouTube premiere. And we'll oh promote God. it on social.
2: <laughs> well, I, I guess I wasn't going to clear it with anybody, but maybe I should now. Because I told, I told oh, Dylan saying- Buckingham this idea this morning before any of this even happened.
0: Mm.
1: So you're worried, you're worried this is going to get you in trouble, or us in trouble?
0: It'll get us in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> He's not worried. He knows. Okay, well, you do this on your own then. All right? <laughs> Never mind. We, we disavowed. mm Can I,
2: who did Barry Trammell call a hack in the paper this morning? Oh, I don't know. Wait, what? Said it was a radio hack. Interesting. Who tweeted, who tweeted brutal? It's a radio person? That's what it said in the print about the uh, Spencer Rattler going to the locker room. Hmm. Somebody tweeted and it said "brutal," but I can't find who it was. People thought it was me. I it wasn't me though. Was it? It was commenting on that video. Correct. Well, it would have been a, it would show up in the quote tweets. I know, it? but it's not there. Somebody deleted it. Mm. Okay, this is what it says. This is from Trammell's article, and he's sticking out for Spencer Rattler. It says. Four seconds, in which Rattler took a step or two, turned his head with his helmet on. He didn't have his hands raised. He was shouting in glee. He was stone-faced. In other words, he was acting just like the other three or four Sooners in the video. Yet a radio hack tweeted brutal in reference to the video. Four seconds. A video of Rattler being escorted up the ramp went viral too, used as evidence that Rattler didn't care about the team, didn't care about the celebration, didn't care about the victory. Radio hack. I don't know who it was. Nobody can figure it out.
1: Text Trammell right now. Was
0: it me? That'd be sweet if it was. Now, Eddie can be so dry at times. Do you know exactly who it is and you're telling us you don't know who it is? No, I have no idea. Okay, okay. I I, I wasn't sure. I was like, I might be, (laughs) if I was in the room, maybe I could read it better, but I'm like, maybe he's messing with us. I have no idea okay okay
2: the text has been sent i don't remember tweeting brutal i don't know what the like i don't know what the uh
1: pete mundo from heartland
2: oh well then maybe he is a hack i don't know who that is (laughs) who who is that i don't know
1: is that a podcast
2: I, I truly is I don't know Heartland that. Heartland College Sports. Or something? I'm not I'm not familiar with the name.
0: Uh, I almost want to say I've gone on with them once. Not that they, I mean. It says owner of Heartland
1: Boor. underscore CS College Heartland College Sports. Mm-hmm. I have no They'll idea.
2: They'll retweet some some of my stuff. Okay. Well, I'm I'm sorry. I don't know if he's a hack or not, but what what was the what was the brutal in Reference to, I guess, is my Rattler's question. Rattler's reaction, probably. To what? Right? Oh, to, to just the game in general? Like
3: being stone faced or something? Is that what is like, is he wanting Rattler to have pom poms and be like going crazy or something?
2: I really don't know.
0: All right. Well, yeah. I. Like I said earlier, Sorry, I think some I'd der- people are I'd being derail. unrealistic with their expectations of Rattler. Like he's a human being. Like it's okay that he was disappointed the way that went. I mean not in the winning, but the you know, the way his game went. That that's that's pretty reasonable human reaction. Yeah, I mean the the just the complete
1: kind of doxing, if you will, of his personality and his temperament. Yeah. It's just, it's too much. I mean, the. It,
0: oh, Stuart Mandel
2: going in. Yeah, should I was yep. gonna I was gonna say Uh-oh. it doesn't sound like this is Riley's decision, but
0: maybe we'll just leave it be. Maybe maybe Kerry should do it. Like that can P- be our olive branch.
1: PFF College <laughs> has
2: gone in on it.
1: Pro Football Focus College, breaking. And they're attributing this to Carson, which is fine.
2: Yeah, you got the email. You put it
1: out. Um, <laughs> the more you limit. Okay, I see Stewart's now. The more you limit media access, the more aggressively the media will try to find Respond out. What's to really going. Respond to him. Respond to him. I don't. You know, it's one of those things. I,
0: I don't know. We, we, should, I need like, to get we should hear it live on the pod. we we should have care we should help carry craft the quote tweet to respond to that Signed, almost got canceled i was told this was (laughs) not lincoln's
1: decision that's that's what i was told this was above his head and judge and and the reason i believe that is because i know people in the administration were actively involved because i've had george stoya contacted me yesterday uh, a young journalist that uh, you know, very proud of, you know, Gaylord College and, I think this and the is George's there. fault.
2: Maybe. He did so well when he was at OU that now everybody's trying to chase him. They're trying to be the next George. Son of a bitch. Now he's covering he set the He the Denver bar Bronco. too high, George. Yeah, he, said he, he did too good. He did too good of a job.
1: But, and like I said, Damn talking George. to Seth Prince this morning, um, it's not Lincoln Riley that's upset about this.
0: Which, I'll be honest, surprised me, guys. I mean, like, look, I mean, look, I, Lincoln I don't,
1: Riley is not happy about it. I'm sure, but sure. I don't think Lincoln Riley is on the warpath trying to get the media blocked. I really don't. I honestly don't.
0: I, I, I mean that more from if anybody was going to be on the warpath, I'm surprised it's not Lincoln. Like, because guys, I, we talk all the time about you don't have to treat this stuff like national secrets. In this situation, I was talking to Tiffany about this yesterday. I kind of get it. Like, I, I mean. You're forcing TCU to prepare for two quarterbacks. That's exactly what you want to do, and you're doing it from a completely organic scenario. Like it's not like you're creating controversy at quarterback. Like TCU is not good
1: enough to be worried about what you know. (laughs) Making them prepare for two Uh, quarterbacks. I'm sorry,
2: we are missing out on one of the great weeks of the year.
1: Two weeks ago. Well, I mean. They Lincoln had complete Patterson That's not, has They been had complete I mean this is again this is not about Lincoln this isn't about preparing being secret or whatever this is just an overreaction by people above Lincoln Riley to a, the student newspaper Agreed. I mean I, to I'm just saying like in a this situation I can understand it people that had nothing to do with it I mean it's like what do they think they're doing like oh we're going to embarrass the daily so much that like, do they think that they're hurting their future prospects by punishing the media? So everyone's going to hate the OU Daily and think, "Oh, they're never going to get a job in this market."
2: See, and this is the thing: it's like every person that has commented about all this,
1: it's all the media sucks. Coach, I'm sure. Coaches
2: are are so weirdly paranoid. Riley, Lincoln Riley checks that box today. Lincoln Riley, Lincoln Riley, Lincoln Riley. It's everybody thinks it's Lincoln Riley, which he's kind of built this monster in in a way to where everybody automatically thinks it's him because of the way that he does treat the media sometimes. Going back to CD Lamb in 2019.
0: Yeah, I mean... Oh, I mean, there's no question. Some of this is self-done. Self yeah, enslaved. I mean, the
1: piling on is for
0: everything that people have been upset about in the past. Yep. And I, Mandel, even though he's wrong about it being on Riley... This is what happens. If you make it harder and harder and harder, people are going to go to greater extremes to find information. Like I mean, if you like I said, if you're locking out things that are completely reasonable to release, like I I don't know. Like I just don't understand. The the CD Land thing a few years ago, fine, keep that quiet. But but keep it quiet to the T V guys? I what difference are they gonna make? Baylor's gonna know.
1: By the way, just so you know, uh Isaiah's more than willing to do the show. He
2: doesn't care. Good. Well, bam. <laughs> make sure that you're subscribed and uh what is, what's the word that YouTube uses? Not subscribe. Is it subscribed? Yeah. Well you need to hit the the bell for the, the n- notification. notification. The
1: notification. I keep forgetting what that's up. called. I think it's smash, smash the like that button.
0: Subscribe. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't. Know, you smashed Wait, Josh something. Josh knew
0: that way, way too well. Oh, dude, Laney. your daughters. My oh my YouTube god, girls are YouTube addicts. Mm-hmm. I can only it's imagine. It's insane. Yeah, they get they, now. I want to be clear so that I don't lose any Father of the Year points. They only get thirty minutes a night, but they we we revel in our thirty minutes of YouTube. We need to work on you know making them like toy reviewers or something. Those kids make millions. Oh my god. No, I. Believe me, we have had that discussion. That is something um, <laughs> that we very, very much are interested in. Oh, really? Maybe dad more than the girls, but oh, yeah, wow. for sure. You got the camera equipment. I, that's what I'm like, to, we could do this. We could totally do this. She's like, I don't feel comfortable with that. I'm like, that's not what's important here. It's <laughs> the, not about their safety. It's about the money. We can retire. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know me, Carrie. I will sell myself for anything. Uh, well, it's going to be an
2: interesting week of non-media because it's just, I don't... Well, maybe we should get back together and we'll do another podcast at some point because... <laughs> I mean,
1: I'm not going to be surprised if we all of a sudden have an emergency Zoom uh, interview session tomorrow with players the way this is going right now.
2: Yeah, and which would make them look even worse. Like, I just... It, you're right it's a it's an emotional decision that has backfired. I couldn't i don't I don't understand how you get to that decision i guess
3: no, well, we will have a full notebook with Bill Betenbo tomorrow that people will read now since there's
1: no one else to talk to. well, you also have a podcast I <laughs> have an isaiah Thomas show um which I don't know isaiah has been pretty good about getting into stuff i mean. It'll be interesting to see what he has to say, if he wants to say anything about this tonight. So, I don't know. I'll see how much I can get out of the guy. So, it should be interesting. But, I think we're done here, because we have nothing else to do. I guess that'll give me time to prep for the show tonight. And, by the way, uh, the offices have opened. Beautiful. Cool. Cool. Bob you're welcome to come down the, the my yes, courtesy absolutely. of my mom the coffee machine is already there and very uh varied degrees of coffee I think we've got the donut shop uh uh cat cafe I think there's the cinnabon is in there so you know we got a large selection you do have to have a key to the bathroom though they're very protective of the bathroom all right (laughs) and our neighbors are the sooner club which is interesting i kind of got uh are you lost sir uh yesterday
2: like no get out of my office (laughs) no you you should you
3: really be here is that entire building that whole cracked thing is that the entire thing we got the whole thing
1: nice so yeah looking forward to it uh and uh, My office is in the basement though I got
2: put down there for some reason
1: <laughs> We got to figure out like work areas And all that stuff Because it's mostly just production stuff Podcast room I'm excited, it's going to be awesome It's going to be a lot of work I've ordered 2,000 feet of uh, Ethernet Bulk Ethernet cable that I've got to string So. Oh dear God <laughs> Why are you oh dear God I have, to, I have to do all the work That just
0: sounds awful um, I've done it oh, once hey, already
1: in my house, so
0: it's. I know you're rapping, but I just kind of wanted to get. There is another defensive rivals 100 official visitor oh. that is uncommitted coming in this weekend. A name that I don't think I've talked about on the board in probably two or three months. So Ooh. it's kind of a kind of out of left field. So it's in woke. Anybody wants to get on the board, check it out. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's an interesting little little turn of events.
1: Did you ever get your dead soxy, Josh?
0: I did not. Actually, it's probably
1: because they sold out of
0: everything before they could send it to you. Yeah, seriously, they they had it all like allotted, and then they went to fill the little basket for me, and it was just. <laughs> They're gone. like, no, we can't
1: give the Maker Bay fields to Josh. <laughs> we sold these already. They're <laughs> spoken for. I get it completely. Sell them. You know, much better than giving them away free. I get it. They are still not back in stock, by the way, but they will be soon. So, hey guys, appreciate it. Uh, Look, and and just to say, we don't care. I mean, in the end, I mean, it's something for us to talk to. It's not going to end sooner, scoop as we know it. That that media is canceled. Uh, I I I would just
3: transcribing today.
1: I would just prefer that you know oh you had a more level head about this stuff because it's it's going to make them look bad and and maybe it's only bad media circles and the fans won't care uh but the whole thing just it's ridiculous and i i'm not going to scold anyone over this i just think the decision was short-sighted and unfortunately lincoln's going to take the brunt of the blow for this and and i really don't think it was his fault so that's why I feel bad about it so we're just trying to
2: get an invite to the new house
1: yeah exactly Lincoln's New house yeah maybe get him to stop by the studio every once in a while
2: yeah come on now uh thank everybody for listening and uh, don't forget to
1: check out the Isaiah Thomas show on YouTube uh, go subscribe that certainly helps us out uh, over 2,000 subscribers just in the last couple of days uh, it's been fantastic the the turnout we appreciate you guys uh, also the Eskridge Lexus post game podcast will be coming up at late late. Uh, But we'll get that puppy up for you. Uh, So looking forward to TCU coming up as well. Uh, The Zach Evans might play or he might not play. Depends on if
2: he can put a cell phone away. Same with uh, Max Duggan. Oh, you think North Shore's head coach is going to ban him from the game again? Yeah, maybe so. We were talking about that this morning. It's like, you know what? That coach might have been an idiot. Going to ban the best (laughs) player on the team, but I guess he also was in and out of trouble all year too, wasn't he, Josh? Part of it.
0: Uh yeah, that was um that was a I think like that kind of just came to the it came to head. It was more a like a that last straw kind sure. of thing. Uh huh. Exactly. Oh, speaking, that, of, speaking of coming
2: it. to a head, and I don't know why this just came up. It, it because I thought about it in the hotel stuff. The uh, TikTok of the OU players on Tinder. Have you guys seen that huh? on Tinder? Huh? It's hilarious. There's a there's a thread on the board about it, but Josh Ellison trying to slide into these girls' DMs at the team hotel Friday night before OU Texas <laughs> is hilarious it is absolute gold need to be folks on the game
1: all right uh thanks everybody for listening we'll see you next week once again on the unofficial 40 podcast from soonerscoop.com